Hey, welcome to the Learning Little Lessons podcast. I'm Trudy Shar, and this is where we chat about the little lessons God is teaching us to fill up on Him so that we can pour out to those around us, all while pointing it back to Jesus. I am glad you're here, and let's dig in. The last few weeks, I've been thinking a lot about marriage. I've been realizing how much power we wives have over our husbands. I've been reminded how important it is that we are helpers, that we help each other, that we help our husbands. Sometimes we can be the only ones who can get our husbands out of a rut of discouragement, or we can just be the ones that, you know, just come alongside them and help them through whatever whatever they're working through. I've just been really thinking about how important marriage is, how important wives are. So as I was preparing for another talk, five things came to my mind and I just wanted to share them today. Five lessons I've learned through, actually this week is 14 years of marriage. So, and sad to say some of these I've learned in the past year. I mean, why has it taken me so long (laughs) to learn this stuff? But anyway, so first thing is a team. We are a team. Second thing is learn to know your spouse. Be a student of each other. Number three is intimacy. Four is odd. You might not, um, it kind of goes probably against everything you've ever heard, but four is go to bed angry sometimes. Number five is the enemy is Satan. So, Let's dig in. So first of all, number one, team. He wins, we win. Like, we're not fighting each other. We're not, we're not, we shouldn't be in marriage for what we can get from it. We should be in marriage for what we as a team. It's not when he wins, I lose type thing. When he, something great happens to him, a he gets a raise, or he gets more vacation days, or he gets to go to Haiti on a work team, it's not he's winning, I'm losing. We're a team. So if something great happens to him, something great happens to me too. Last year, we were going through some rough things, and we had went to bed a little bit stressed, Um, we didn't have everything worked out and in the middle of the night as I was laying there praying and not able to sleep, I got to thinking, you know what? I cannot change Ethan. There's no way I can change him. I mean, I've tried that before. Maybe you've tried that too, but there's really no way to change your spouse. And so as I lay there thinking, I was like, okay, God, I can't change Ethan. I can only change myself. What do I need to do to change this junk that we're going through? Like, what what do I need to do? What can I do to change it? And probably less than two seconds later, the thought came in my mind. The Holy Spirit laid this thought on my heart. Stop keeping score. And I was blown away. I was like, what? I don't know if I'm keeping score. And as I lay there thinking... I realized I had been keeping score 
really all our marriage. I had been keeping score for years. It seems dorky now. So dorky. But like, if he would work overtime and I was with the kids, you know, an extra two, three hours, like, he owed me. I mean, isn't that dorky? It's so dorky to say it out loud. I don't even know why I'm admitting to this. (laughs) But it was, I was keeping score. He would go shooting with his friends. I would keep score. I would keep track of it. Sometimes I even wrote it on the calendar. Like he got three hours of fun time. I need three hours of fun time. Just as, as I went about life after that and really just kept catching myself, I realized I kept score about a ton of things. He went out for lunch at work. I wanted to go out for lunch at work. Just on and on and on and on and on. And it was, it's dorky now to think about it. But I I did. I was so consumed by keeping score and keeping track. Part of it, I think, I wanted to deserve something. I wanted to, I wanted to, like, say I wanted, went, wanted to go out to coffee. I wanted to earn that. Does that make sense? I wanted to earn something. So if he got to go out, then that gave me the right to go out too. Does that make sense? When really, if I'm doing something that fills me up, he benefits from it. And likewise, if he's doing something that fills him up, I benefit from it. We're a team. And if he wins, we win as a team. We're a team. We're a team. That's the first thing to remember. Second thing that I've learned is to be a student of our spouse. Like, learn to know my spouse. Learn to know my husband. Um, One big thing for us has been um, knowing each other's personality types. Like, we took a test on 16personalities.com. It's just a free little test, and it blew my mind. For example, his personality on a date night likes to get to that day and be like, hey, what do we feel like doing? Okay, let's go do that. My personality when we plan a date night is let's get the babysitter figured out a week before. Let's know exactly what we're going to do, exactly where we're going to eat, exactly the schedule of events. And if you can imagine, those two personalities really clashed on date nights. I mean, some date nights we would... um, you know, have a little falling out or a fight or tiff. I don't even know. It's not really a fight. Long discussions. We'd have long discussions before date night came. And then when date night came, then we were fine. Sometimes we had those discussions on the date when we were supposed to be hanging out with each other and enjoying a meal together and, you know, quietness. Instead, we were trying to hash it out. And when we learned our personality types, it was, it's just easier to accept it. We didn't, I didn't take it personally anymore. Okay, so one thing about my personality type is that it has a huge rejection button. And I tend to read into everything. So that combined with his personality type just was kind of disastrous. (laughs) But now that I know that about him, 
I don't have to take it personally anymore. It's not just me. Like, it's just the way he is. It's just his, his personality. And he, you know, once, once he realized that about me, that I liked playing dates, you know, he was able to kind of work with me on it. And so together we can work around what our natural personalities tend towards and we can understand each other and we can, we don't take it personally. It doesn't, emotions don't have to become involved. That's just one silly little example of how knowing our personality types has been amazing. And I would, I would encourage you, if you haven't taken a personality test, do it. You will learn so much about yourself but you'll learn so much about your spouse too. And we actually took the test for each other. So like he took the test pretending to be me, answering to be me. And I took the test answering for him. And we still got the same, we still got, got the same personalities. I mean, it, it totally nailed us. And it has been so amazing. Another thing to do when you're learning trying to learn about your spouse, being a student of your spouse, is take the five love language test by Gary Chapman. Um, Find out what your love language is. Find out what your spiritual gifts are. Find out what your personalities are. There's all kinds of tests out there. But I'd for sure recommend the five love languages and the 16personalities.com. Those two for sure. And spiritual gifts is excellent to know also. But keep learning about your spouse. I'm I'm sure, I mean, we're 14 years into it. I'm sure I don't even know the half. I don't even know the half. So, number three, intimacy. Um, that's not really something we love to talk about, but is so important. So important. Um, sex is really the glue that holds a marriage together. It's, it's so important. They get, the guys get happy hormones that they need. We get happy hormones we need. It, it is like glue. And if this area is a struggle in your marriage, get help. Get help. There's so much help out there. There's Authentic Intimacy by Julie Slattery that has awesome resources. They have a Bible study called Passion Pursuit. And it, it just, it's been amazing really helped really helped our marriage a lot so get help that's all that's all I need to say if it's not working get help talk about it and get help number four so this is the odd one go to bed angry sometimes now this is probably opposite of everything you've ever heard because in the bible it says don't let the sun go down upon your wrath and I totally agree I totally agree We cannot let anger keep having a hold on us. But let me explain, let me explain what I mean. So go to bed angry sometimes. There are some times where we are just tired. And yeah, we could stay up till the wee hours of the night and we could hash this out. But really what we need is sleep. Sometimes when we're hungry, I mean, that angry four to five, four to six hour of the day when everybody's grumpy, all the kids are grumpy and your husband gets home from work and 
he's hungry and you're hungry and it just doesn't work. Don't hash it out when you're hungry. Don't hash it out when you're tired. Sometimes you have to go to bed angry. It's okay to go to bed with something unresolved. The important part is to get it resolved the next day. When you're not so tired, when you're not so hungry, you still need to deal with it. If you let it go, like the Bible says, if you let the sun go down upon your wrath again and again and again and again, like that's when anger, bitterness, hatred starts. You don't want to do that. That's not what I'm saying to do. I'm saying sometimes you might just need to sleep on something. Things do look better when you're, when you're not so hungry and when you're not so tired. So go to bed angry sometimes. And then number five, the enemy is Satan. The enemy is not each other. The enemy is Satan. Satan knows that if he can ruin our marriage or he can get us at odds with each other, then he can ruin our kids. He can get to our kids. If he gets to our kids, he can get to our churches. If he can get to our churches, he can get to our country. Like, it's just a downward spiral. If, if our marriages are not strong, it just knocks everything else off kilter. Satan is the enemy. He's the one who's trying to get between you and your spouse. Your spouse is not the enemy. It's Satan. So, hope you enjoyed those five little lessons I've learned in marriage. And actually, we're celebrating our 14th anniversary this week. So, so I guess this episode is very timely, huh? So, have a great week. This episode has been produced in collaboration with Jersey Limited Media. The theme music is by Scott Holmes and has been adapted for use herein under Creative Commons license. If you haven't already, go subscribe to the Learning Little Lessons podcast so that you get updates weekly. Or visit my website at learninglittlelessons.com for freebies, newsletters, and encouraging blog posts.